Hi friends and welcome to the T21 Mom podcast. My name is Mary and I'll be your host and this is episode 86. And my good friend and co-host Ron, he is back. <laughs> yeah, it's been a busy few weeks. <laughs> Various well, projects and work and stuff, so. Well, I'm happy Sorry that you're up. back. Because this is the much anticipated episode. It's two days before the retreat, and I have so much to do. I'm wondering, am I even going to get any sleep between now and when I leave for the airport? And I'm not even sure. I have to work tomorrow. I still have to pack, sort through laundry. I have two meals to prep and all the lunches to make. (sighs) It's insanity at best, but... I also know that I really, really need this trip, this break. And Dennis is on his own for five days. Granted, he'll have some help on the weekend. And I have someone picking Ainsley up from daycare because he won't be able to get off work soon enough to pick her up. But, you know, and Dennis loves and adores Ainsley, but I'm hoping it might give him a little bit more appreciation for everything that I do. I know he already does. But I don't think he really fully realizes all the stuff that I do. But I know she's in good hands. And I'm not that worried about that. I'm more worried about Dennis surviving the five days that I'm not here. But I am looking forward to seeing my tribe and meeting so many new mamas and reconnecting with the mamas that I already know. So stay tuned. It's 11.18 p.m. on Tuesday night, and I just finished packing a few minutes ago. I'm getting up in a couple of hours. It was pretty stressful getting to this point, and I was wondering how I was going to do it. But I did manage to get everything onto a carry-on, and hopefully it'll be accepted. And I actually made a plan of what I'm going to wear each day, and that really helped in my packing. So I am so looking forward to getting away. It's going to be a much needed break. And I am looking forward to seeing my tribe in just a little bit. We'll see you then. It's the retreat episode. <laughs> yes. Yes. That, that, that started very early one morning. Yes, it did. And thank, thank you for, uh, Getting yeah. up well before the crack of dawn to take me. Well, to the you airport. know what? If I hadn't been there, I would have missed that whole murder scene around the corner from you on my way. <laughs> you know, remember I told you about that? Yes, like the cops yes. had the, the street closed off. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I would have missed. So I live in a good area, people. It's not. <laughs> yeah, this, this, this was actually something that had been imported from another community and it happened, unfortunately, just around the corner from Mary. But Mary actually does live in a really nice neighborhood. Yes, I do. So, but, uh, yeah, so this is, I'm excited for this episode and I know lots of people have, uh, eagerly been awaiting it and I know it's a lot of work to put together. So we all thank you, Ron. I work for cookies (laughs) and which is, which is a reminder for people locally. Uh, Mary is doing her advent box cookies again Mm -hmm. this year. Just drop her a note if you want one. Uh, what is it? 45 bucks, $45 for 25 individually labeled cookies. Yes. And they're all different one for it's, it's an advent box of cookies for, for Christmas. Right. So if you're interested, just drop, drop Mary a note. 
Mm -hmm. And uh, I can heartily recommend uh, the box. I got one last year. Mm -hmm. Actually, I got two. I got one for my brother last year too. And we very much enjoyed our morning uh, tea break with Mm -hmm. a cookie. (laughs) And they were all very good. Like there was not one that I didn't care for. Oh, that's awesome. And they're all different. There was not one that I did not care for. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, So. and it's, and you got to use discipline. And if you miss a day, you can always catch up. So, yeah. And lots of people told me they didn't last till Christmas. So they ate them before then. (laughs) Cheese, really? Like that's the whole point is one a day. You got to be disciplined. Well, some people aren't, I guess, when it comes to cookies. Well, and, and, you know, I also got to point out that, you know, the, 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 um, the proceeds from the, the box, the Advent cookie box sale goes to help Mary go to the retreat. Mm-hmm. That's one of her fundraising yes. uh, routines for, for going to the retreat. That's right. So help me get so to the retreat so we can make local, another episode. Please, you know, drop Mary a note. <laughs> we might even be able to arrange some delivery we yes i'm working on delivery actually so yeah yeah. okay so you know we got up early one morning to get you to the airport Mm -hmm. um and uh you know we uh i forget how how ungodly early was it 4 30 or something yes you picked me up at 4 30 in the morning so it is very early 4 29 to be exact and ron he's such a good friend (laughs) Good morning, Mary. <laughs> Good morning, Ron. At least I brought coffee. You brought coffee and I owe you cookies. So I am on the way to the airport. I still even have my morning voice. So uh, I'm so grateful for Ron for getting up at this ungodly hour to take me. Thankfully, there's no traffic. So looking forward to more adventures to come. No. How was your flight? I mean, we hear these, we heard these horrible, you know, stories about people and luggage and not making planes and stuff. Well, I did take your advice because I was flying via Toronto to only take a carry on because there's been a lot of stories of people losing their luggage or getting missed. Yeah, if if you have a connecting flight, you're never going to see your luggage for three days. And I had a very short turnaround time for the connecting flight. It was just over an hour. And, you know, my flight from Vancouver to Toronto was initially delayed by 15 minutes. So that shortened that time. And, you know, so I did just have my carry on and a, and a little backpack and I get to uh, Pearson airport and it's huge. I had never been there before. And it was a long way through. I had to go through security again. And then obviously they saw something in my bag. They never opened it. It just got pulled off. So that was delaying me. It was... they, were, they were trying to decide whether or not to confiscate the cookies. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, the cookies, yeah, the cookies were in that bag actually. So maybe, and, you know, and then I had to line up to get through customs and it was so long. It was around the corner. And I thought I'm not going to make my flight. And then luckily a kind lady let me go in front of her. And fortunately my flight was delayed, I think three times. And I just made it. It was like a, a 10 minute walk just to get to the gate. Yeah. Pearson, Pearson is a huge airport. I mean, Vancouver's large. Pearson is huge. Yes, it was huge. 
And fortunately, the flight, both flights were uneventful. They were completely packed, but I made it on all my flights and I got to Washington. So it's our first day in Washington, D.C., and I've met up with some other fellow rockin' moms, including Jackie, who I've been stalking since Baby Center days, which was, I don't know, nine years ago. So I hope you ladies are having a great time, and let's find out who we're here with today. Hi, I'm Jackie. I'm from Michigan, and my daughter is Lauren, and she is 10 years old. Sayings. I keep telling Jackie she needs to write a little book about all the crazy things that she says, so maybe we'll share some of her, her quotes later. <laughs> Hi, I'm Elisa. I'm from Illinois, and my son is Garrett, and he's 11. And I'm excited to be here with all my rockin' moms. Is this your is this your first retreat? No, it's my third. Ooh, my third as well. Awesome. Hi, I'm Melissa. I'm from Wisconsin. My daughter Rowena is 12. This is my third retreat, and I'm just really looking forward to relaxing, meeting some moms, and not making any decisions. I like that. Making no decisions except maybe what we're going to have at the bar tonight. <laughs> Wine for me. And then on my first full day in Washington, I went and had breakfast with a few other mamas, including Jackie. It seems to be tradition that we have breakfast together on the first day, as we also did this in Nashville. And her daughter is named Lauren, and she is so funny. I keep telling Jackie she needs to write a book about all the funny things she says, because she is quite hilarious. Hi, it's Jackie. We have been having a really fun day today, just walking and biking around DC. Um, we're outside the White House right now, and it seems a lot smaller than I thought it was going to be, but we are having a great day. Yeah, I thought it was smaller than I thought it was smaller too than I thought it would be. So, and that was Amanda. Jackie's now found out identical twin sister. Because what did you do? Twenty three and me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. So sorry. How how like they grew up together and they didn't know they were identical twins. They, well, I'd seen picture of her previously, and I asked her. I go, "Are you? It sounds silly. Are you?" guys identical twins or not because they look enough alike to be identical but you know as you get older often twins don't always look identical anymore and she said we're not sure and because her sister is a good two inches taller than her and they ended up doing 23 and me and uh, that's how they discovered it which is kind of i think kind of cool wow yeah so her her sister just kind of flew in for the day and we started a tour of the Capitol building, which was a really interesting place to see. And yes, that is where January 6th happened. It was so beautiful inside. There was lots of art and statues. It was it's a beautiful building. Yeah. Have, have you been there? No, it's just, it's just, you look at it and you go, it, it looks like the building itself looks, it looks so it looks like the perfect building for a government to function in because it actually is a bit inspiring to, to, to look at it. You see the dome and then, you know, on the left mm -hmm. side, there's the house on the right side, there's the Senate or maybe backwards, depending on which side of the building you're standing on. But it's like, but it's like, you have this, it just, it, it's big, right? Mm -hmm. And, and it, it looks like it's big enough to hold great ideas and do great things. Right. So. Yeah. And when we were inside, like there was like so much 
beautiful art and statues and the floors are so polished and that too you know and i and i asked about like is this where january 6 happened and the guide said oh the elephant in the room you know we're not allowed to talk about it because it's still under investigation but yes this is where it happened and it it looked smaller to me than what i thought i it would look like when being there in person but like you know to like think what, about what part of me it's like mount rushmore yeah i have been to mount rushmore <laughs> i have not but yeah but it was really it was really cool to see and you know and then after the capital we went and we rented some bikes and they're everywhere it's so awesome they have lots of great like bike paths and it, it's a very tourable city like you know you, you know could run and walk or just bike everywhere well, so and, much of washington is these broad avenues and these broad you know mm -hmm. like like the mall the national mall right it's like you mm -hmm. got this, it's, it's it's you got this great linear park right? yeah it with broad it was awesome and... yeah and it was so convenient and everything is relatively close by to get to so you know, we saw obviously the Capitol and then we saw the National Monument, the War Memorial, you know, Forrest Gump fame. Or the Vietnam Memorial. Yes. And uh, we also went to the Holocaust Museum. And I didn't know this, but all the museums in D.C. are free, including the zoo. So it's a great place for families, which I would never have thought, you know, a place a lot, to a go. A lot of places in Europe, all the, all the galleries and all the, all the museums are free. Oh, I did not know that. So, yeah. and then of course, our last stop was the White House. So we parked our bikes and we Ubered back to the hotel. It was so great biking everywhere. As I said, lots of paths that just made it so easy to get around. It was really wonderful. It's not like Vancouver where, you know, if you're on a bike, you're taking your life in your hands. No, <laughs> you're not sharing bike lanes <laughs> with these cars. <laughs> So uh, we're in my hotel room. My roommate hasn't shown up yet. And my friend Stacy has just arrived. We've just met. And she actually gave a little nice review for the T21 Mom podcast. And so we gave her a little shout out. Now we finally get to meet. Hi, Stacy. Hi, Mary. I'm so excited to be here. This is my first retreat. My name is Stacy Herncane. I'm from Shellsburg, Pennsylvania. Don't look it up. It's in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm excited to meet and connect with new moms and you know, just have a good time and relax. Awesome. And what does it mean coming to this retreat? I know you said it's your first one, but we're all coming here pretty much since COVID. And to me, it just I feel like, oh, thank God, you know, like to be able to be back with my tribe. What does it mean to you to be here? Um, I think just connecting with the community again, because we did that a little bit before COVID and just, you know, seeing people again and hugging and getting back to normal and talking about our rockin' kiddos. Awesome. And I'm so looking forward to this weekend. Yes, me too. Awesome. <laughs> It was really great to meet Stacy. She's a, a fan of the show, which is so awesome. And her son also has the dual diagnosis. And it was just really cool to meet one of our listeners. And so we visited and chatted while I got ready to go on the haunted pub crawl. And about half of us met for dinner first. So I'm out with, I think, 10 other rockin' moms at the Farmer's 
something or other, Founding Farmers Restaurant, and I just found out what a hush puppy is. I don't even know what that is. So, Amy, can you enlighten me and the rest of the listeners what a hush puppy is? A hush puppy is a fried breaded ball of wonder. And apparently it's really delicious. It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. And I just found out that the lady sitting next to me is the host of a podcast I've listened to for about a year. So I'm freaking out a little bit right now. That is. And we can talk to some other people, other ladies here too. And I want to know what you guys are hoping to get out of this retreat, especially after like two years of COVID. I mean, I think as a special needs mom, we all know what isolation is like, right? And then now everyone knows what isolation is like because I think for a lot of us, it's easy to feel isolated, right? I mean, I know I do. So I'm, I just would love to hear your, your thoughts over the evening while we're on our haunted, haunted pub crawl tour and uh, enjoying making some great friendships with everyone, drinking wine and these amazing martinis and eating some fab food. So looking forward to, to it, guys. Amy, she was so cute. She was totally fangirling. It was pretty fangirling. cool. Like, just excited to meet me. Like, Really? Yes. Oh, who knew you were going to be a celebrity? <laughs> well, I, I don't think of myself as celebrity. But... Yeah, that's why all these people keep saying nice things about you, <laughs> all the work you do. <laughs> but it was, it was. Thank really... you, Amy, by the way, for making sure that, uh, making sure that uh, Mary felt uh actually like a celebrity she <laughs> deserves <you>, that <laughs> it it was really quite amazing to meet people who've who've listened to the show it's it means a lot to me and you know you don't know who's out there listening so you know when yeah. well, i'm sharing all this stuff and and you know especially since we don't do a lot of promotion except in your groups mm-hmm. um because you know we we don't have money to buy ads like other people yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, we run on milk and cookies, right? So pretty much, <laughs> especially cookies, especially cookies. And it was Sherry's first retreat. I can't remember how old her son is, but I'm pretty confident it won't be her last retreat. So we're here eating dinner and it's Sherry's first retreat. She almost wasn't going to make it, but Sherry, what made you want to come to this retreat? So I've been a part of the groups, the Rockin' Mom groups on Facebook, and I've always wanted to come, and since it was so close, um, I live in West Virginia, so it was a four-hour drive, and my husband, he was like, yeah, go, you know, do it. So here I am, and I'm so excited to be here. So after dinner... We had to hustle as the pub crawl started at eight. So we finally found some scooters to rent to get us there, which was so much fun. Wear a helmet? No, because there's no helmets with it. No one wore helmets. I know I kept thinking that when I was seeing people on the scooters, it's, it could be a little precarious. (laughs) You could have met some of your colleagues from the Washington area 911. (laughs) Safety's my uh, thing. Hmm? I said, safety's my thing. I know. There were no helmets to be had. But um, initially, I couldn't even get a scooter because 
it wouldn't accept my Canadian postal code, even though it had a Canadian drop down box. And then thankfully, uh, Mary Beth, uh, one of the other women with us, uh, she saved the day and managed to rent a second scooter for me. And I don't know who it is, but someone has footage of us all riding the scooters. It was just so much fun. We we just had a really great time. And it's a good thing we had the scooters because it was a bit of a hustle to get to the to get to the start of the pub crawl. Like it wasn't really all that close, but you know, we managed to get there and my scooter died, I think just around the corner and then it was downhill. So I was able to sort of coast into where the the pub crawl was starting. <laughs> Why did it die? It just the battery died. So Oh, it's electric scooter. Right, yeah. Oh, so okay. it just uh it Oh, just wait, ran. now when we're talking scooters. Are we talking two wheel things or the little long skateboardy type things? It's like the stand up ones, you know, the sort of like the skateboard ones. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. So yeah. I I was thinking when you said scooter <laughs> This is the European thing in me. I thought we were talking like Vespas. No, 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 no. Oh, Not those. Okay. okay. <laughs> They're the scooters are everywhere just like the bike that you can oh, okay. rent yeah okay so so we started at one bar and of course i can't remember the names of any of the places that we started at we'll have to talk it, about a notebook for you yes i should have i should have written it down <laughs> but it looked rather fancy i must say and you know we made our way i think it was in total to three bars might be more and then we were outside in the square it's never a good sign by the way to say oh yeah we were at three bars it might have been more <laughs> that that kind of indicates there was some consumption of things going on that maybe <laughs> when you don't remember the number of bars you went to I'm trying to think i know one of the other ladies will know for sure i do it might have been i think it was more than three but to be honest I can't but less than 10 <laughs> definitely less than 10 <laughs> we wouldn't have made it through the night if there were 10 but <laughs> But uh, we went outside to the square across from the White House. And for the life of me, I can't remember the name of it. It's... Lafayette Square. Yes, thank you. I knew. And, and that's like every major protest has happened in Lafayette Square. Like okay. Martin, Luther, Martin Luther King's speech, that kind of thing. That, that's, that's where all those things took place. I did not know that. Yeah, so... a, lot of, uh, a lot of the uh, Vietnam anti-war protesting happened there. Okay, very interesting. So a lot of history in that space. Yeah, it was it was it was actually very cool. It looks very different at night because the White House is all lit up uh, than it does. It's an during... amazing place, though, isn't it? Like the White House, mm -hmm. you, you stand outside and you think of all the stuff that's gone on in there. Yes, yeah, it was it was pretty cool, and we're we're all having a great time. And that, like I said, that White House was all lit up, and it looked pretty amazing, and. We had a really cool guide, and her name was Lindsay. Presidents, for example, Abigail Adams. So uh, John Adams and Abigail Adams were actually the first first family to live in the White House because if you remember, the White House wasn't really fully built until the early 1800s. So George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, they never got to live in the White House, but John Adams did. Um, but at the time, they didn't have the staff that the White House has now. So poor Abigail Adams, for a time, was doing all the chores of the White House. And so sometimes... That was a fucking rant. <laughs> what? Oh yeah, you'll see that. Those. We're at the White House and we're finding out the ghost stories of the White House. Why don't we find you don't... on your podcast, damn it. Katie, she's podcasting. <laughs> Is that 
this is. Wow. I've never been on a podcast. I'm a fucking rat. <laughs> Abigail Adams. She was doing a lot of the chores in the White House in the early days. And in fact, she spent most of her time doing laundry. Um, poor woman. <laughs> yeah, poor woman. To this day, people take the White House tour and they'll be walking the halls of the West Wing and all of a sudden, people will say, whoa, hang on a second. I just saw a colonial woman turn a corner and disappear. And she had her arms outstretched as if she was carrying a laundry basket. And they say that that is the spirit of Abigail Adams to this day trapped in this limbo of doing laundry in the White House. Her favorite scent to wash with was lavender. And people sometimes are, are in the West Wing and they say, all of a sudden I was hit with this scent of lavender and didn't seem to come from anywhere. So they say if you smell lavender in the White House, that is the spirit of Abigail Adams that lingers in the halls. But she is not the only ghost in the White House. In fact, the guy right behind you Andrew Jackson is also in the White House. Why is there a stash of Andrew Jackson in front of the White House? Because he put it there. And, uh, Why not? Um, he was, if you know anything about Andrew Jackson, he was kind of a, a pretty, like, uncouth guy. He was America's first populist president. So, he, you know, he was, he, was like a, he was a little aggressive, if we're being generous. Um, very violent man. He was also, you know, a veteran of the Revolutionary War, of the War of 1812. And several other like smaller wars and he became president and he was so possessive of the white house he always said i will never leave here i will never leave and to sort of symbolize that he put a statue of himself in front of the white house and that is why he is here not for any reason other than he decided um but also <laughs> certainly still haunts the halls they say a lot of these stories that we have are corroborated by the staff that is in the house all the time because of course they're the ones that are in these rooms every day in them and like during the witching hours they're the ones cleaning dusting and so they are the ones you know when it's 2 a.m and there's no one else around and they they see these things that can't be explained and it happens over and over again in very you know repetitive situations so he sometimes is said to stomp around the halls. He, he stomps his feet so loudly that the cleaning staff say they can still hear him mumbling to himself, grumbling, swearing. He swore a lot in life and apparently also in death. Um, he was also a bit of a womanizer. His wife died early on in his presidency and he never married again. So he was always hanging out with the ladies. And sometimes... The what? Did he bring women back to the White House? Probably. Nothing, like, he was, he was just kind of like a flirt. Yeah. Um, but he, when he was president, I mean, that's a very visible job. So, yeah. I mean, he wasn't allowed to get too naughty. But he, his ghost does sometimes pinch the butts of oh cleaning sta female cleaning staff. So, I mean, that's like harassment. So, um, they say that, you know, he still does that. So, if you, if you hear a ghost swearing to himself, stomping around the halls, and then disappearing all of a sudden or even touching you inappropriately, that's Andrew Jackson. <laughs> I'm going to be really disappointed that's Andrew awesome. Jackson if you do not pinch my butt tomorrow, okay? I have been working Peloton for six weeks on this ass, and I'm going to need you to pinch it. Abraham Lincoln. Because he slept in it when he was president. That was supposed to be the president's bedroom. However, when he very suddenly and tragically was assassinated, it sort of became a... <laughs> Jackson. 
<laughs> it's the haunted pub crawl. I'm a little freaked out on that one. Saying, don't ask the ghost to touch you. I'm a little freaked out on that one. You're right in front of him. Okay, sorry. We're good. We're here to learn about Abraham Lincoln. When he was killed, became sort of a standing memorial to him. And to this day, if you do take a White House tour, you'll get to look into the Lincoln bedroom. You can't go in it, but you can sort of, there's a barricade and you can look in. And everything is as he left it the day he died. Um, The only thing, people go in there to dust it. Um, So it's sort of, it's eerie in that way. However, it was not always... A room that you couldn't go in. In fact, it was still used as a bedroom even after he died. It wasn't the president's bedroom anymore, but it was used as a, a special guest room for heads of state to stay in sort of throughout the 19th century um, if they were visiting the White House and the president. They, they got to stay in the Lincoln bedroom as sort of like a, an honorary treat, I guess. However, they do not do that anymore. Why? Because Abraham Lincoln himself does not like people sleeping in his bed. Why do we know this? Because if you are in there too long, he will make himself known. We know this because several heads of state who stayed in the Lincoln bedroom have reported seeing him and been compelled to leave the bedroom after that. A question. Who has stayed in that bedroom? I'm about to tell you. Oh, okay, sorry. Sorry. Ooh. I mean, a lot, lot more people than I could list here, but we, the ghost stories I have for you, fast forward to 1945. Now who is staying in the Lincoln bedroom, but the Prime Minister of the UK, Winston Churchill. So Winston Churchill was staying in the bedroom, doing, he was decompressing, having a lovely bubble bath, smoking a cigar, enjoying his evening, very relaxed, and uh, he's finished his bath. He stands up to grab a towel, he turns to face towards the bedroom, and who does he see sitting on the bed, watching him, in his birthday suit, but the ghost of Abraham Lincoln. And so Winston Churchill, who's famously a very sassy man, witty guy, uh, he looks the ghost right in the eye and he says, why, Mr. President, you seem to have caught me at a disadvantage. (laughs) And he said the ghost kind of smirked at him and then disappeared, faded away. So Winston Churchill very calmly puts his clothes on, he dries off, and he goes outside and he's like, I don't want to be in this room anymore, please get me out. So he demands to be removed from the Lincoln bedroom. He does not stay a minute longer in that room. And after that, after World War II was around when we started to get the the picture, you know, get the memo, Abe Lincoln does not like people in that room. It's his room. He stays there. Um, So now the only people who really interact with him are the cleaning staff who keep it clean. And and it was converted back from a bedroom to a sort of memorial. And it's got all of his stuff, his his, uh, hairbrushes on his vanity, his bed that he slept in is there. It's all as he left it. And no one goes in there, except the people who keep it clean. But he's still very much in there. And so we have a theory as to why there are so many ghosts in the White House, and we think it's because of the Lincolns themselves. Because the Lincolns, much like you all here tonight, and myself, were big fans of ghosts, and ghost stories, and the occult. In fact, it was very popular in that time period, the sort of mid, early, mid-19th century, to go to seances and try to contact the dead um and of course if back then sometimes you would lose someone very suddenly and you needed closure so you'd go to a seance and you would try to contact them to get some kind of closure and so unfortunately that happened to the lincoln 
So every time I listen to this part, I can't stop laughing. I think it was Katie who started the screaming. <laughs> <laughs> How much of this was fueled by the pub crawl? Oh, we were just we're just having so much fun, you know, just really enjoying getting to know each other and just, you know, being together. I think, you know, it was just this wonderful energy with all these amazing women. It was just awesome. You know, and the pub crawl was just so much fun with all these ladies and and Amy is the one who organized the pub crawl. So this is her thing and she likes to go on these haunted pub crawls. So I I told her she she'd better you know, look for one in San Antonio for the next retreat. <laughs> so I just loved hearing all the ghost stories of Washington. And I'm sure there are just so many more. And the group kind of broke off. And a few of us caught a cab and headed back to the hotel. And then fangirl Amy and I went back to her room and we shared a few drinks and some stories. And it was just such an awesome night. I just had so much fun. It was great. It's a, it sounds like there was wine. Oh yeah, there was wine at all the at each um, fancy bar that we went to. <laughs> for me, anyways, I can't speak for the others, but there was consumption by most, if not all. <laughs> so that was the end of Thursday. That was the end of Thursday, and you know the retreat technically hasn't even started yet. <laughs> And already you've been out drinking. Of course, as soon as I hit the ground running. <laughs> and so Friday I had already arranged to, with some other moms to go on a private uh, bus tour. And I saw a lot of the same sites that I did with Jackie and her sister, but like a whole lot more. And at one of our first stops, you know, we ran into a tour of veterans, which was really quite interesting. Hi, I'm down here. We're doing our Rockin' Moms uh, DC tour, and we've run into some veterans. What's your name? David. And where are you from, David? I'm from Colorado. And what are you here for today? We're here with the Honor Flight, which, have, which is a group of 30 veterans, either from World War II, Korea, or Vietnam. And we're touring all of the memorials in a two-day period. We have an equal amount of guardians who take care of all of the vets while they're here. Oh, that's wonderful. And are you having a good time? We are. We are. Yeah. Is this just the first day of your trip? Yes. Well, it's the first day of our touring. We flew in yesterday, and then today we're doing a number of Vietnam and all of the other uh, memorials. So. And uh, which war did you serve in? Vietnam. Well, I'm Canadian. But I will still thank you for your service because all of you worked so hard for our freedoms. Thank you. Enjoy your time here in D.C. Appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. And we have another vet here. What's your name? Uh, Artemis Bowens. Yes, Artemis as after the, spa or the spaceship name after me, should I say. <laughs> but anyway, I just wanted to say that as we were in Denver getting ready to uh, come here, I ran into this gentleman right here and we started talking and come to find out, I said, what part of Vietnam were you in? He said, Phan Rang. I said, oh, Phan Rang. So come to find out he and I were there at the same time. 
But you only met now. Yeah, we only met now. Yeah, after all these years. <laughs> oh my goodness, what a fantastic story. Oh, that's so wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. So enjoy your time here and what a way to make some friends while you're on the tour and after all this time thank you very much mary oh uh, you're very welcome enjoy uh gentlemen thank you i chatted with cindy who was also on the tour and she has been to six retreats which i think is i think That'd it's all like of the this. retreats i, I think was about to say that that would be from like the first one mm -hmm. i'm pretty sure i think she's been to all of them Okay, we're here at the Washington Monument, I think it is, and we just ran into some veterans, which was pretty fabulous. And so, do you want to introduce yourself? Yes, I do. My name is Cindy Wimsett. I'm from Owensboro, Kentucky. I'm a 2014 rockin' mom, here with a bunch of people I haven't met before. It's pretty <laughs> exciting. And you've been to how many retreats? I've been to six. So you've been to all but one? Correct. I missed the, I guess, was 14 the first year or 15 I don't even know so my first retreat was 2016 okay so I guess it would have been 2015 yeah this is my third so I you know I'm hoping to come every year now obviously you went to Denver if you've been to that many but now that we've been out of COVID sort of what does coming to this retreat mean to you well cookies of course <laughs> this retreat means everything to me it's the one thing I almost did not register just thinking oh you know it's got too much going on but I'm so glad that I did and I have a, a friend of mine with me too that's a rockin' mom as well her son is 16 her name is Christy and she came with me so that's pretty awesome to introduce keep introducing new moms to this type of retreat because it's very encouraging and rewarding I totally agree with that and yeah it's been awesome to get back with some other rockin' moms and just to enjoy our time together. Yes, I've enjoyed seeing familiar faces, I've enjoyed meeting people that know me and my face and I'm like, uh, when did I meet you? So it's it's very awesome, awesome to be reminded that how, how wonderful this conference is to introduce and re reunite everyone. I have to agree with that wholeheartedly. Thanks so much, Cindy. Thank you. It was just so nice to meet the other mamas when we were at the different stops as it gave us a chance to, you know, kind of introduce ourselves to each other and just kind of to get to know each other a little bit more. Hi, Mary. I'm Vanessa Williams. I'm from New Jersey. Uh, this is my first DSDN retreat. I'm so happy to be here meeting all these moms. I think the uh, collaborative effort that everyone has put into this event is fantastic. I look forward to going to more retreats. I want to um, just give a shout out to my son, Jonah, who's seven with Down syndrome. And uh, I hope he's having a great time at his sleepover. I'm going to pass it over to Lauren. <laughs> awesome. First retreat. Awesome. This is my third. So I hope to see you at some more, Vanessa. That's so wonderful. Hey, it's Lauren. Uh, Lauren Moreland. Uh, this is my fourth retreat. I'm so excited to be back here in Washington, D.C. and be able to be with all these awesome, amazing, wonderful moms. Um, this retreat just really means a lot. Just every year I look forward to it look forward to it being with other moms with kids with down syndrome just because it's you guys get it um, they get it they understand and so it's great to be able to be here and um, enjoyed it so far and does this retreat mean a little bit more to you than past retreats just because of everything we've all gone through over the last couple of years 
For sure. Um, yeah, we did have the retreat in Denver, um, but it was just different. Um, it was different just because, you know, we're just kind of trying to get back into the, the swing of things. So this one does mean a lot to be able to be a little bit closer and a little bit uh, more involved uh, with other moms and, and doing things. So, yep. Awesome. Thanks, ladies. We saw a lot in our four hours and our driver was really lovely and had lots of interesting anecdotes about, you know, Washington, including the Smithsonian, the Smithsonian and how it all came to be, which I thought would interest you, Ron. <laughs> yeah, always interested in learning more. Smithson. He's never, he had never been to the States, except now he's buried there. So I'm with a group of other rockin' moms and we're touring all over DC with all the different monuments. It's hard to keep track sometimes where we are and we're just stopping for a quick little break, but I see a lot of veterans uh, sitting here eating as well that we saw at our first stop, which is so fantastic. And I'm rocking the tiara as well because it is fabulous Friday and we are having an amazing time. It's hot, but it's awesome. And it's just been the most wonderful time reconnecting with all these mamas. And once back at the hotel, I ran into another mom that I was really wanting to meet, Miranda Galvin. I've been following her for a few years now, kind of like um, J Jackie, <laughs> and it was just so wonderful to finally meet her. Okay, we finished up our tour and I'm back at the hotel and I have run into Miranda Galvin and she is another single mom by choice. Not very many of us. No, there isn't. It was so exciting to meet you in person. I know. I go, oh, you're Miranda. I was so excited because I knew you were coming. I thought we have to meet. So is this your first retreat? It is. I was excited that it was in Washington, D.C., one of my favorite places. So just had to come join everybody this year. So tell us about your two kiddos. Mm -hmm. So I have two kiddos. They're both adopted. Um, CJ is adopted privately and he has Den syndrome. He'll be nine here in a couple of months. And then I'm also a foster parent. And so my daughter, Kalina, who is five, um, has been in our home for almost her entire life. And she's permanently a Galvin. So sassy frass and all, she's, she's part of the group. Oh, that's awesome. And CJ is the cutest. I love seeing all his pictures and he looks like he is just doing so awesome. Yeah, we actually have an Instagram account for him. It's C underscore two underscore the underscore J. Okay, well, we'll put that in the show notes <laughs> so people can find you because it's so awesome. And then you just, you told me something about uh, your group, about another mama. Yeah, so I um, moderate one of the new birth groups for DSDN, the July to, to December 2022 group. So the mamas are just now having their babies. And just last night after having fun with the moms here at the retreat, I jumped on the group and saw that there was a new single mom by choice who had just had a baby um, with a Down syndrome diagnosis. And so it's just been really cool and almost like a full circle experience to not only be here at the retreat, but to be with people who get it. And then to be with mamas who chose this and chose to be single. There's so many layers, I feel like. Um, and so to choose not only to be a mom on your own, but to choose to be a mama to maybe somebody who's not biologically yours and to choose to be a mama to a baby who you do or maybe don't know has Down syndrome, to know what you're jumping into 
or not know what you're jumping into but to have a group of moms who get it um so often people think we're crazy <laughs> and so it's just been so nice to be surrounded by moms who you don't have to explain anything to you know 100%. So you'll definitely have to hook me up with this other single mom by choice because there's not a whole lot of us, but they've been slowly growing in numbers, but it would be great to connect with her. I will for sure. Thank you so much, Ren. I appreciate it. Thank you. So I headed into the exhibit hall and met some other moms and also a previous podcast guest. So we're down in the exhibition hall going shopping and who do we have here this is stephanie bonovich where are you from southern maryland so very local <laughs> so you were able to drive here then yes about 30 minutes away oh awesome but you're staying at the hotel right of course <laughs> <laughs> wise choice so uh is this your first retreat it is i was registered for the past two but um two years ago COVID happened and then last year my son got scheduled for surgery at the like within days of the retreat so i had to back out of everything so i am like super excited about this retreat being my first one. Oh, that's awesome now i know you haven't been to a retreat and for, for a lot of us it's been a break since the last retreat we've been to but what are you hoping to get out of this retreat and what does it mean to you um, I'm really hoping to connect with a lot of other moms, which I've already done. It's amazing. Like people just walk up to you and say hi and ask you about your child. Um, obviously the educational components of it. I really enjoyed listening to the potty training, um, round table discussion. So yeah, just a lot of friendships and camaraderie and, um, fun and relaxation. Oh yeah, I hear you on that, and I, and I've been enjoying my wine on this on this weekend. The round table has um, free sangria. Oh, I might have to head over there. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Seventy. All right, bye. See, we're here in the exhibit hall, and I ran into Riley from the Trium Tribe. Hey, Riley. Hey. How are you doing? Pretty good. So, what are you doing here today? So I'm exhibiting for my nonprofit that exists to show love to children with Down syndrome as they face life-altering experiences. So you started off doing baskets for children who've been adopted and now it's morphed into what? So it's adoption, open heart surgery, and cancer. Oh, amazing. And we have two mamas here who were recipients of baskets. Hello. Hi, I'm Paige and I am from the Raleigh area in North Carolina. And is this your first retreat? This is my first retreat. I'm very excited. That's wonderful. And what did it mean to you to get one of Riley's baskets? It meant a lot. It really meant a lot to our family. It was like a big surprise. Well, everyone loves to get a package, don't they? Big surprise. And just to open it all up and just show it to all my kids and look through it, it really made us feel extra special and really seen. That is amazing. And what does being to this retreat, I mean, I know you said it was your first retreat. And for many of us, we've gone to many other retreats, but what's it mean to you coming to this, especially after the past two years that we've been through? Well, it's really amazing, actually. I didn't know it was gonna be this large. And I am meeting people that I have been friends with on the internet, and I'm meeting them in person, and it is the best. I mean, it's just amazing. Like, it's people that I call like some of my best friends, and we're actually getting to meet in person. Oh, that's wonderful. I love it. And what's your name? Lindsay. And where are you from, Lindsay? Annapolis, Maryland. And is this your first retreat as well? It is my first retreat, yes. And so tell me what you felt when you received one of Riley's baskets. 
I was really excited, actually. Um, like Paige said, I, I love to receive packages and mail, so it was really fun. And it was such a sweet package full of gifts. And then to recognize that so many people had donated those items to give to us, which was really, really um, just I don't know, it was really special. And one of my favorites was this blanket that says his banner over me is love. And I just thought that was such a perfect gift for where we were and what our story was. So, oh, that makes me want to cry. Oh, that is so awesome. And so what does this retreat mean to you? Yeah, I, um, like I said, this is the first one. So I have two children with Down syndrome just to be able to be with friends who understand our walk and our journey and then to meet friends that have just been online friends but are now real life friends has been really special. Now you said you have two children with Down syndrome so did you adopt both of them? My um, son is five is my biological son and then the one is um, my son is one is uh, been adopted. So because you got lucky the first time you decided to, to adopt a second one? Exactly. Yep. <laughs> I love it. That's so wonderful. Ladies thank you so much and Riley you're amazing. You're 17 now, in a senior in high school. What are your plans post-high school? So I'm either going to go to University of Tennessee or Auburn University, and I want to study developmental psychology and then go on to get a Ph.D. in psychology in order to study on children with Down syndrome. Ah, oh, I love it. You know, these young people are our future. Thank you so much, ladies. Yeah. So I kept calling Riley Kate Riley. But this young woman she's is... She's amazing. I know. She I, rem is I remember her show. She's amazing. She is. And I think she's 17 now. <laughs> All of 17. And she is just doing amazing and incredible things. And, you know, find her on Instagram at the Trium Tribe and find out what she's doing. And this young woman, she is going places. And I can't wait to see where things take her it's yeah, just so I, exciting I, I remember to see. like i say i remember the episode and her her energy and her intelligence and her integrity is just outstanding yeah it it was so fun to see her and you know she was having such a great time she was there with her mom and just to see how her her little nonprofit, how it's growing and how it's expanding it's just so exciting to see and and so lovely that she's so young and so ambitious and what she's doing for you know our little down syndrome community it's truly amazing so friday we had a dinner and we were seated by geographic region and there were three other canadians and a mom from alaska and another all the way from hawaii at my table i'm surprised there were only three canadians yeah there's usually more uh but just with COVID and everything, a lot of people just, you know, yeah, it was challenging to go for a lot of people. So we're at the Rockin' Moms dinner and it is hopping in here. So we are at the very front. I have never been at the front, but we're with some other Canadians and we have someone from Alaska and we also have someone from Hawaii. Aloha, my name is Jessie and I'm super excited to be here at the Down Syndrome Diagnosis Retreat. And how old is your walking kiddo? My daughter Lily is three. She's going to be four in about 10 days. Fantastic. And is this your first retreat? Yes. What do you want to get most out of this retreat? I mean, you're in Hawaii, so you're a little bit, I don't know, I don't. it's removed, I don't know if that's the right word, but 
like connections like what is it that you want to try to get out of this retreat so I've been kind of torn I wish this retreat was like three days longer and I really want to just make connections with other moms and learn more and so it's like a balance between making connections and coming to the events we had the um, what was it the medical roundtable today which was super interesting and really helpful but I also just wanted to like go to the bar and hang out with people at the same time so I'm really happy to be here and um, I think this is gonna have to be an annual event for me fantastic so what's wonderful and who do we have here from Alaska Hi, I'm Vita Press from Anchorage, Alaska, the mother of Violet, Violet Press, and she's seven. <laughs> she's seven. And is this your first retreat? Yes, it is. My very first retreat, and I'm enjoying it, having a great time. And what do you want to get most out of this retreat? Like, I mean, we've all been sort of secluded or isolated for the past two years. I'm not sure what it's like up in Alaska. But what are you hoping to get out of this retreat? You know, it's your first time, so sometimes it can be a little overwhelming, but what, what's your hope? Uh, my hope is to make connections. I, I love to travel. Um, this is not my first solo trip. Um, I do this a lot, but it will be nice to be with uh, moms who understand what I go through on a day-to-day -day basis. And so, yeah, I'm very excited for the years to come. I definitely want more of this. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, I think it is a lot about making the connections, meeting other moms. And I know it was probably a bit of a trek for you to come from Alaska because it was for me coming from Vancouver and it's for you from Hawaii. So wonderful. that's so wonderful that you ladies were able to make it here. And I hope you guys all have a lot of fun. You're welcome. And as I was walking to the back to get some dessert, what are the chances but i met another baker and she does way more fancy stuff than i do awesome time at the dinner and i just ran into another mama who makes some amazing cakes who are we talking with heather cousin and where are you from heather maryland and is this your first retreat it is my first retreat how has it been for you it's so fun it's also been awesome to meet people that you know are like-minded and going through the same crap as you <laughs> I totally hear you on that and how old is your walking kiddo so he's five and a half he'll be six in December and I saw some pictures you make some pretty amazing cakes like you know I like to bake cookies that's sort of my thing cakes not so much uh, so what it kind of inspired you to do that just making my kids cakes and always seeing all these awesome cakes so I was like you know what maybe I can do that and actually I'm pretty good at it <laughs> So do you have an Instagram handle so people can check you out? They can look me up. It's Heather Martin Cousin on Facebook. And I believe on Instagram, if you look up Heather Cousin, then you should be able to find me. Okay, check her out. It's pretty sweet. Okay, it looks like we're getting our uh, speaker on, uh, Rachel Coleman. That's pretty cool. And you can find uh, her on Instagram at Heather Cousin. So we're all eagerly awaiting our guest speaker. And we all sat, listened, laughed and cried with the Rachel Col Coleman of Signing Times. And she what spoke- What is Signing Times? Forgive my ignorance. She has all the Signing Time videos. It's like Ainsley oh, and I have been listening. Okay. So, and so this is on YouTube or? 
Yes, you can find them on YouTube okay. and she's also like you can get the DVDs from the library or you can subscribe. They have an app where you can get access to all the videos hmm. and Ainsley and I have done that. Ainsley still watches them to this day. You know, I have often woke up in the morning with the songs in my head. First thing I think of in the morning, but you know, I learned so much from all her videos and you know, it's such a key way for our guys to communicate before they can actually articulate speech. So you were it, doing a bit of fangirling. Oh, everyone was for Rachel, <laughs> Rachel Coleman. Yeah, it was amazing. You know, she spoke for, I think it was an hour and a half. You know, she didn't have any notes and she just really spoke from the heart. You know, we, we all were laughing, we were crying at times and, you know, she's had some really incredible challenges in her life, but she keeps pushing on and what she's done for our kids and so many others is just incredible. We're finishing up at the dinner and we're here with Rachel Coleman and everyone knows who she is of Signing Times. Hi, Rachel. Hi, how are you? I'm doing amazing and I just want to thank you so much for your uh, just amazing, I'm going to start crying, and inspiring um, talk that you gave to us tonight. Thank you so much. Like, I never know what I'm going to say. I just kind of report on what's going on, and it's always crazy and unexpected and changing, ever-changing. And we love you, and what you've done is like a game-changer for our kids, and we just appreciate you so much. Thank you so much. I, I love how loved we are. Like, it's the coolest thing to have children, like, innocent children run up to me and just love. I'm like, I don't deserve this. Like, I, this is magical. It is so special. I don't take it for granted. It is an honor every single time. And for every family who has welcomed my family into their home to teach them sign language, we're so thankful for you that you love us and that signing time has made a difference. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Can I get a picture? Yes. So it was so awesome to actually meet Rachel. So she talked to us for at least an hour and a half. And so many moms wanted a picture with her and to say hello. And she was so giving and so patient. She waited for everyone, you know, who wanted a picture. She did that. And I know for all of us, that just meant so much and then the next morning she ended up at our table for breakfast which was really kind of cool because we got to talk to her on a more personal level and ask her about her music and one of her uh songs is about uh chlorophyll and she said one year uh, a kid came to her house dressed as chlorophyll and because she they always have these fantastic costumes in the different videos so it was it was just really great to hear her talk on a more personal level and and you know where she wants to take her music from here and it's just was just so amazing to hear from her like because she's such a big part of all of our lives or i'd say almost all of our lives because we've been listening to signing time since i think Ainsley before she was one that's a long time. Does Ainsley still sign? Ainsley's a very lazy signer. She 
she does sign, but she understands way more signs than she actually does because like I said, she's just a lazy signer. And I think I've said this before, I gave the sign of dad to Dennis, you know, with his permission, which is just the hand on the forehead. You know, people can't see me right now, but they, the, I'm sure know the, what the it is. The thumb to the forehead with the open hand. There you go. Yeah. Instead of, do, instead of doing the Jimmy Buffett fins on top of your head, yeah. just take your, do your fin thing with the thing, put shove in the middle of your forehead. Correct. And then, so Ainsley so kind of started doing that and then it kind of morphed into an L <laughs> and Dennis, <laughs> I know. You know, she would do that and, and Dennis says, oh, a loser. I go, well, how about for love? And then now it's morphed into one finger. And I said, it's the unicorn, which is the, you know, kind of like the un, the symbol for Down syndrome in the Down syndrome community is the unicorn. So the unofficial uh, symbol for the Down syndrome community is the unicorn. So I think it's kind of cute, but yeah, as I said, easily <laughs> is a bit of a lazy signer. <laughs> Oh gosh. And as I was leaving breakfast, I ran into another solo mama. I know I'm no longer technically a single mom, but I'm still in our little Facebook group. And this is Amanda. <laughs> I'm here with some other rocking it solo moms. Hey, Amanda. Hello. Erin, hi. Hi. Erin, where are you from? Connecticut. Connecticut. Hi, how are you? I'm doing awesome. And who are you? Angie. Where are you from, Angie? Baltimore. Are you guys having a great time? Absolutely. How many treats have you been to? This is my first one. <laughs> yeah. 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 This is my sixth retreat. I love it. It's where I connect with moms, meet new awesome moms, see moms face to face that I haven't seen in a long time. And you always walk away feeling refreshed. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. And Amanda was on the episode, Let Rosie Ride. Oh, I remember that episode. <laughs> that, that got me so angry. Yes. That whole, that whole incident just got me so angry. Sorry. <laughs> Still gets me angry when I think about it. It's all good. So we had our group photo, which wasn't too chaotic. And then I met up with another. How many people who... in the photo? Pardon me? How many people in the photo? Well, in total, I think there was 353 moms at the retreat. So probably. Well, there's maybe nothing 300. chaotic about 353 people trying to fit a photograph. I think it was probably pretty close to everyone being in it. Uh, unlike Nashville, there was like, I don't know, over 700 of us. And it was, it was total chaos at the best times. This one was a lot more organized and easier to do because there wasn't quite as many people. But yeah, it was, it was good. And when i was at the group photo i met up with another mama who was on a neely oh uh, <laughs> yes the neely stories i know and i oh i felt for her and we were chatting and then she told me about what she's doing and it's pretty amazing we just did the uh massive group photo not total chaos like it was in nashville and uh got another couple moms here what's your name Mika Caldwell. And where are you from, Mika? Right here. I'm about 20 minutes away. I live in Upper Marlboro, so I'm close to the harbor. 
Awesome. And I really feel for this mama because she's got a, a wheelie or a kneelie as I called it. And she's got a boot like I had for 10 weeks last year. So, but that's so awesome that you were still able to come out. How are you enjoying the retreat? So far, it's nice. It's, it's a lot. It's my first retreat. So it's just kind of, get. first of all, getting around in the scooter. Lots of carpet. Yeah. Other than that, it's just, you know, a lot to take in. But it's fun. I'm glad I came. And what were you hoping or maybe expecting to get out of this retreat? I mean, you know, for a lot of us, we just really needed a break, especially after two years of COVID. And I know it's your first retreat, but did you have any expectations or things that you were wanting to get out of the retreat? Honestly, a break. And this to see some moms that I haven't seen only online. So just to, you know, put a face to a name and just say hi. So that's awesome. Now, I apparently you've written some books. You want to share a little bit about that? Sure. So uh, my books are called A Friend Like a Nine. It's a series. So far, we have three books. My son, a nine, who is called Boothang. He's eight years old in third grade. So we started this when we couldn't find any books featuring black children with Down syndrome. So that was our mission because I wanted to go into the schools to really represent him and there was no representation. So we said, let's just do it ourselves. So we have a friend like Anayan and that just introduces him to the community. And we have a friend like Anayan the first day of school, which of course is the first day of kindergarten and all the things you go through. But it also introduces like your aide, your teacher, how things kind of work for our children. And then the third one is French, um, a friend like Anayan, French fries and blue. So you have to read that one about his favorite thing but also shows like patience and how our kids can understand that things need to be done before they get the treats or get to kind of take a break like everybody else so yeah but you can find our books on brownbaby321.com or anywhere books are sold online and on amazon oh that's so awesome so we'll definitely put a link in the show notes so that is so wonderful and are there going to be more books in this series yes so i'm not sure how much but i know the next book is going to be called thumbs up thumbs down but that's all I'll give right now okay we'll have to wait and see and how has been the reception for the of the books like when you've gone into schools what has that been like oh it's been wonderful um I've been able to talk to students in schools I've been able to talk to doctors I've been able to talk to some certain other medical facilities or other podcasts we've been on we've been on the news um so the books are getting around lots of time by word of mouth or people just understanding like yeah there is a gap here like i realize what you said is true and we want to make sure we spread the awareness with you oh that is so fantastic to hear well i hope you come to the retreat next year but that you're more ambulatory i have to make up for it so uh, i'm gonna have to come back so i when i can walk awesome i look forward to seeing you next year thank you and you can find out more about her at brownbaby321.com i actually i like that url (laughs) and i think she's going to be on a future episode stay tuned (laughs) okay oh and heather oh she is such a fun mama and full of life i'm here with another rockin mom heather so heather tell me where you're from what's your kiddo's name um, we live in Wilmington, North Carolina, and my kid's name is Zoe Dean. And she is the cutest kid. I always see these beautiful pictures and her beautiful blonde hair all over Facebook. I love seeing your kid's pictures. She is the sassiest little thing in the world. Daredevil. She's always trying to get into something. She's always ready to like do something new. Up for an adventure. I love that little kid. Oh, that is so awesome. And how old is she? She's three and a half, my one and only, and I love her to death. 
Oh, that, that's like me. And my, Ainsley is my one and only two. So is this your first retreat? This is my first retreat. I'm loving being here. It's so exciting with all the other moms and all the things and all the info. And I just want to buy more swag and more Down Syndrome mommy stuff because I only have like one shirt. <laughs> I need more. Yes, you do. I figure I have to need, I should be like buying one at least once a year, mm -hmm. if not more. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so, so far, what has been your favorite part of the retreat? My favorite part of the retreat, meeting the other moms. Meeting everybody, meeting you in person, and so just like communicating on Messenger, like this is awesome. Like see moms and hug moms and feel all the good stuff and hear all the stories. And what does this retreat mean to you, or what are you hoping to get out of this retreat? I think for me, it was more like finding that that more solid connection and more solidarity with the other moms, and and really hearing other stories like mine, and and hearing everybody's like stories and seeing like the babies that come here and people actually bring with them and they're so cute I don't I think I don't know I don't know what I want I wasn't sure what to expect but so far I'm loving it the speakers like the events it's good and then like the side events where like mommies are all of a sudden like let's get tattoos oh, let's go to ferris wheel let's go and i'm like oh, we can go we don't have kids with us let's go <laughs> yeah i totally hear you i gotta do the ferris wheel that's right i gotta i remember Okay, I'm there with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, there's like at least three other moms that are going to go tonight. So you'll be our fifth, and that'll be perfect. I think we'll all fit in there. Oh, that is so awesome. Okay, we'll, we'll arrange that. So we've got one night left. It's going to be amazing. It is going to be out of sight. I can't wait. And then where are we going tonight? Bobby McKee's, I think, for Mom's Night Out. And that's going to be fun. I'm like, I can't wait to like dance with everybody. <laughs> Me too. That's awesome. I love Heather's story. She was older like me when she found out she was pregnant and she actually had been told that she couldn't get pregnant and she was actually showing early signs of menopause. And then they thought she had cancer. Nobody even considered or checked that she could be pregnant. And then when they finally found out. Usually the weight gains a bit of a giveaway. Well, I think this was earlier on, oh, like okay. pretty early. And, you know, when her, her doctor, you know, was talking to her and she told me this was her doctor she'd had for many years, her doctor said, this doesn't fit into your life. I can schedule a termination, but she obviously didn't do that. And she is still loving life. Cool. Yes. Yeah. She, she was a lot of fun. And then I met up with a few other moms to go to Biddy and Bo's. Now, that's a coffee shop that was started by, and I probably don't know the exact story, but a family whose child has Down syndrome. And they have now opened several locations in the U.S., mostly along the East Coast. I'm with some other mamas. I'm really excited because we're heading off to Biddy and Bo's, the coffee shop. So stay tuned. We'll hear more when we're there. So we're here at Biddy and Bo's waiting for our drinks. What did you ladies get? I got myself a caramel frappe. I got the same thing. <laughs> I got a pumpkin spice latte and it is delicious. It's delicious. Okay, and so who are we speaking to here? Uh, I'm Stephanie from Central Illinois. I'm Paige from Central Illinois. And Stacy from Pennsylvania. Stacy was on earlier. Okay. Are you guys excited being here? Yes, I was so excited to get out over here. 
What do you guys think of the, the coffee shop? I think it's really cute. I think it's adorable. Oh, that's my order. Go get your order. Get your coffee. <laughs> and how about you, Stacy? I agree. It's, it's adorable and it's so well run. It's amazing. I think it might be better run than a typical coffee shop, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I agree. Biddy <laughs> and Bose, and of course we ran into some, to some other rockin' moms. Hi, I'm Jen from Connecticut, and this is my first time at Biddy and Bose, and I'm so excited because there isn't one near me. So it's awesome, and the people are great, and everybody's so friendly. And what kind of drink did you get? I got a caramel caramel frappuccino. Yeah, it looks it looks rather fancy. And what have you liked the most about the retreat, or what were you hoping to get out of the retreat? Um, probably the best thing so far has been connecting with a lot of different moms and a lot of different backgrounds, sharing stories, getting to know people that have like stories like ours, but they're all a little different. Even though we have one thing in common, it's kind of great to go into a group of people. We only have one thing that we know we have in common, but you, once you talk and learn, you find out you have more in common than just that one thing. Yeah, I love that. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing. No problem. And then I chatted with Brandon. He's an employee at Biddy and Bose, and he has Down syndrome. He was speaking so softly, I could barely hear him. So we're here at Biddy and Bose, and I am here with Brandon. He's one of the employees. Hi, Brandon. Hello. So how long have you worked at Biddy and Bose? Uh, three days, three times, three times. And do you love it here? Um, yes, yes, yes. And do you have a favorite coffee drink? Um, smoothie. Um, Raspberry, strawberry, banana, and also everything, everything. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for sharing, Brandon. So we had to get back to the hotel for a very important announcement. I'm sitting in the lobby of the Gaylord. I see some rockin' mamas walking by. I just came out after a short little walk, kind of down to the harbor and stuff, where we'll go on the Ferris wheel later today. And it's just been an awesome time to get away and just recharge. I couldn't even remember what day it was. And, you know, I'm excited about getting back home. But, I, you know, I'm also sad to be leaving all these mamas here. There's so many mamas. Most I don't know. But I, I hooked up with some great ladies this, tri this time around. So I'm really happy about that because I was really worried about meeting some other moms that I could hang with and it's been such a fabulous few days here in Washington. So I think I kind of already gave it away earlier in this episode but we are all eagerly awaiting to hear where next year's retreat will be. Okay I'm gonna head in we're gonna find out where the next retreat is. Can't wait I hope it's somewhere out west where it's easier to get to for next year. Okay can't wait. So drumroll, please. Next year, the retreat will be in San Antonio, Texas. Okay, next year's retreat is September 15th to 16th, 2023. Okay, we have a writer and director, April Aguilera, who is going to be there. One is one of the rock and moms from one of our original groups on 
April Aguilera. She wrote uh, a movie and directed a movie called For Paloma that you might have seen out and about. Um, she was in the very first group that we started. She, so I've known her for almost 10 years, doing lots of really cool things. Um, she's also a singer and has done a production about her experience having Paloma and how that's impacted her life. And so we're going to have some fun with her next year and hear about her experiences. Oh, sorry. They're doing all sorts of film festivals right now, and we're really getting some really cool um, response to that. So she will be one of our keynote speakers. Uh, if you've seen Fort Paloma, you know that there is a young girl with Down syndrome, Sofia Sanchez, that is in the film. Uh, Sofia's mom, Jennifer, is going to be one of our other keynote speakers next year. Uh, they, you know, when you have like a cool life and you get to talk with people on your messaging, and she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Europe right now because she's filming that Hunger Games sequel. <laughs> <laughs> sure. That's I'm doing laundry and she's in Europe. But Sophia doing living her best life. Um, the movie will actually come out next October too, so it will be kind of a cool timing. She actually has two children down to her own one's the doctor, Sophia. So we'll kind of get to hear her story. Um, so that will be really, really cool. Now this slide might be the next one. We'll see. Woo! San Antonio, Texas. A few mamas called it. They were sure it was going to be Texas. At the JW Marriott San Antonio Hill Country Resort and Spa. Woo! Look at that lazy river! Woo! And then it was off to get ready and go to the dueling pianos at Bobby McKee's. And I chatted with two moms, Kim and Erin, and they have a pretty cool story. So we're here at, I think it's Bobby McKee's. Okay. <laughs> I think it's a dueling piano bar, so we'll have to wait and see. But who do we have here? Kim from Jacksonville, Florida. And my friend Erica, also from Jacksonville, Florida. <laughs> We come as a pair. We've done our, this is our third retreat that we've done together. So both of our kiddos are seven and we've known each other well before we got married. So really cool. Uh, but yeah, it's a great chance to get away and see other moms and meet people that we see online that we wouldn't ever have a chance to really meet in person, you know. So I think it's pretty cool that you guys knew each other before you got married and now you both have a rockin' kiddo. Yes, our, we actually went through our first pregnancies together. So our first kids are two weeks apart. And then our rockin' kiddos, we were pregnant again together. And they are three months apart. So, and then she had a third one and I said, you're on your own. <laughs> I love it! So what are the other two retreats you've been to? Uh, we went to Phoenix, was our first one. We were in the Lazy River the bulk of the time, really good. And then Nashville, which was really fun. Yep. So awesome. Yeah, those were my other two retreats. And you know, we've come out of this long stretch of COVID and isolation. And so for me, coming to this retreat was, you know, I need to meet other mamas who are getting what I'm going through. Because I mean, we all know what isolation is like now. But especially as parents, we're we're always in some form of isolation generally. What 
has this retreat meant to you? Uh, it's just been great. Just to get away. It is hard to get away. And when you're at home, uh, even like when my kids are at school, I'm, I'm at home. So there's duties, there's responsibilities. Whereas when I leave my house, there's no responsibility. It's just have fun, have a good time, connect with people. And, you know, it's just, it's, it forces you to get out of that uh, role of always being a doer and a worker. It kind of makes you get out of that. So. Do you have any highlights from this retreat? Oh, gosh. Uh, well, I enjoyed meeting you because I have listened to your podcast. And, uh, you know, I just recently found out back in February that uh, we have a dual diagnosis with autism. So I was definitely looking forward to meeting some moms that are going down that because I feel like it's it's different. There's some different things that we kind of struggle with and need help with. And so that's I was really looking forward to that. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. And who do we have here? It's all good. She's like busy chewing and drinking, you know, which is what we're all came here to do. <laughs> Had to eat and drink a little bit. Um, I'm Erica. I'm mom to Abby, who's seven. Um, and you kind of heard a little bit of our story. So Kim and I have been friends a very long time. And um, very wonderfully are raising kids with Down syndrome together and they're best buddies. And it's really just been a huge blessing to the both of us to have each other. I think that is amazing that you guys both knew each other before you got married. Kind of went through most of your pregnancies together. <laughs> As Kim said, you're on, you're on your own. Yeah. <laughs> And that you both have a walking, you know, like, seriously, what are the chances of that? There are, I mean, when we were sitting, I still remember it so clearly when we were in our um, OB appointment, um, we were getting our anatomical ultrasound and they saw five markers for Down syndrome. The doctor came in, he said, you know, it's not for sure, but, and I just looked at my husband and we had just known that Kim and her husband had gotten this diagnosis for their unborn baby. And I was just like, this is fate. Like, we are, she she has Down syndrome. Like, I know she does. Um, and we just, we knew. Um, and we had just seen them go through the grieving process and, and the acceptance process and all of that. And it was just, I mean, we have been there for each other through everything. Everything. I mean, my daughter had a brain tumor when she was born. Um, she was never supposed to live, and they were with us through that. And Kim's daughter, Evie, was diagnosed with leukemia um, almost on her second birthday, and we were there for them for that. They, they came up at, like, probably 1030 at night and prayed over our family. Like, they were there in the thick of it with us. Yeah. I mean, it's been, like, I always said I can't wait for them to have all of their words so that they can tell their stories together as little little friends. Mm-hmm. I am, I, I'm speechless. Like that is, I'm going to start crying. <laughs> that is so amazing because how lucky are you guys to have that for each other? I felt really alone. And so it was like just almost a little bit of a relief. Not you like you grieve too for them because you know there's that process, but you're not alone like before they're they're still in your tummy and you know you're not alone you know so that helps 
Oh, seriously, that is amazing. Thank you, ladies, for sharing. That is so awesome. So I left Bobby McKee's to go ride the huge Ferris wheel. It was only about two blocks from uh, from Bobby McKee's. And I went on the Ferris wheel with Heather and Jen. It was a great ride. It was so beautiful. Like the, you know, the light night line is all lit up. And, and then Heather also tells me that she wants to become a mini me and bake cookies. So we've been sharing some recipes. So Heather, I want to hear how that's going. <laughs> this gives us a perfect opportunity to actually do shoot, like shoot you, like not only shoot you, I mean, like actually video you making cookies. Okay. <laughs> I headed back to Bobby McKee's with Heather and Jen, and we just had so much fun between Katie buying these huge drinks and someone told me what the name of it was, but I can't remember. Uh, like it's like this huge drink that we could all like it actually had its own dispenser for lack of a better word and we could all share it and then there was two is it like a pitcher of margaritas or something with eight no no it actually gosh i wish i could remember what the name of it was it escapes me right now but it was this huge like it was like a canister like this it almost looked like a torpedo and you could just take your drinks from it and uh so yeah thank you katie <laughs> i'm sure a lot of people weren't feeling too great the next day especially oh <laughs> uh, but it was just so great like the two women that were playing at the dueling pianos were amazing and then one of the songs they played was the rachel platten's fight song and it was such an incredible night. And that song is kind of like my anthem song. There was just so much love and good times. And some of us even got up on stage to dance and sing. It was truly amazing. I've just gotten back to the hotel. It's the Bobby McKee's, it's like half a block away. And OMG is probably all I can say is, my heart is overflowing with love for these mamas who are all raising these kiddos with an extra chromosome and I want you to know that a lot of you I didn't meet but I love all of you and thank you for your support and your love and your encouragement on this journey because it's not it's not always easy and we get each other and that is what makes us unique and special and we get it and I had the most amazing night at Bobby McGee's. It was so much fun. The women on the pianos were amazing. They sang so many amazing songs. It was so wonderful to dance and sing. And just, we even got almost on stage. It was the most amazing of nights. And I have so, so, so needed this break for three years. Like really, for three years. and. It's been hard, but 
I look forward to seeing all of you next year in San Antonio, Texas. So here it is Sunday. I have a really long travel day. I've got a few connections I need to make. And it's it's been amazing. I was worried about coming here. I, I didn't know a lot of mamas that were coming. And I just met so many amazing and and fun mamas who we just all loved on each other this weekend and we know that this journey isn't all rainbows and unicorns you know it's hard sometimes I mean just raising humans is hard but when your kid is rocking a little extra sometimes it's a little more complicated and more challenging but I want to thank all the mamas that I met, you know, who just loved on me and cheered me on and were excited to meet me. You know, thank you ladies so much for filling my heart and my soul. I so needed this. I so needed this break. You know, it's been a rough three years with really just a lot of isolation and limited travel and I just had my own personal challenges you know in the past you know year or two with my broken leg and foot and having COVID twice and you know and it, it's been hard and you know as soon as I was able I was I, I booked to come here and I hope that I see every single one of you mamas next year in San Antonio, Texas. I guess I'm going to have to get a cowboy hat for that trip. And I want all you ladies to know that I love you and that I am cheering you on. See you in San Antonio. So once again, you come home mm -hmm. uh, with great stories. Mm -hmm. uh, after having a really great time, mm -hmm. after dispensing cookies, after consuming alcohol and information and <laughs> basically hoovering up all this love and camaraderie mm -hmm. of all moms like you. Mm -hmm. Going again? 100% going again. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I just had to ask. Yeah, No, it's a no-brainer. And I think this was my favorite retreat. I was really... You said that the last time. Yeah, but this was different. You know, Nashville, like, you know, I had my friend Christine. We shared a room, but she couldn't go this year. You know, I was really kind of nervous going because I really didn't know anybody. I almost felt like a newbie, even though it was my third retreat. And I knew it was going to be smaller, which I was grateful for because I knew it would be easier to meet people. And yes, the cookies helped me meet people. And most people were grateful for the cookies and they knew who I was. And I did wear my tiara that I wear on Fabulous Fridays. I did wear that out uh, when I was touring around Washington on the Friday, which and was a lot of And for those of you fun. who don't know, who don't follow Fabulous Friday over at <laughs> T21 Mom uh, on Facebook, you really, and you do that on, you do that on um, Instagram too, don't you? Yeah, I Fabulous post Friday, on my Instagram yeah. page too. Yeah. So go over to T21 Mom, um, you know, like the page, follow it. 
and every Friday, Mary will be there with her tiara. Yes. So where did you get that thing, by the way? Well, Amazon, of course, but. Okay. It didn't just wind up on your desk one day. Yeah. Well, the reason why it happened is because I work at 911. And even though I work like a static shift, I work Tuesday to Friday, most people do not. And it was always like, is it your Friday? Is it your Friday? And so. Yeah, we had the same thing, you know, when I worked in broadcast. Right. So I, when we were during COVID, we were separated into a separate location. And I said to my coworkers at the secondary location, I said, we should get tiaras. And on our Fridays, we wear tiaras because then you know that it's your Friday. And we always kept talking about it. And then anyways, it never happened. It never materialized. And then we moved back to the um, regular office, the regular office. And so I said, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. So, uh, and you know, so it's just fun. And so I thought, and I remember saying like, to some of the moms, I said, well, you know, I told them about Fabulous Friday. I said, should I, should I bring the tiara? And they go, yeah. And so I did. So maybe next year, maybe some other moms will want to join me for Fabulous Friday in San Antonio. So, yeah. Well, if you go down just... early enough, then you can all do tiara Thursdays. <laughs> when you uh, When you go out before, uh, like before the retreat actually starts, when you go out, I don't know whatever it is, a joint bike ride or horse ride with San Antonio. So you never know. It'll be another haunted pub crawl. I'm sure yeah, Amy's okay. working on it. <laughs> okay. Well, you should all wear your tiaras. We could. Because well, you're, I mean, you know, I've said this before, but you know, you're all, you're all doing so much with so little, right? And, uh, you know, you're raising great kids. Thank you. So kudos to you guys for going to the retreat. I hope next year, you know, uh, maybe there's a few more people. Uh, yeah, but you know, I think this was a good size. Yeah. I think, you know, when it was in Nashville, it was almost like a convention. It was just really too hard to meet people. And this year I met some amazing moms and we just kind of clicked. We are messaging back and forth now. And it's just really fantastic. And you know, I just felt so much love at this retreat. We're just all loving on each other and just having the most amazing time because we just get each other. I mean, we're all coming from all different walks of life and different circumstances and different challenges with our kids, but we can come together for a few days of just love and camaraderie and good times. Okay. Sounds good. So let's put the retreat in the rear view where we can go look at it in memory form mm-hmm. and look forward to our next show. Yes. I got a few things in the works and I gave a little hint in the podcast already. Just a little one. And I have a few other interesting things in the pipeline. Okay. Do you want to walk us out? You bet. Thanks for listening. Or maybe you should hop, skip, and jump us out of here because you're just so happy with all this <laughs> retreat stuff. Yes, it just totally filled my cup, and which is what I really needed. You know, I really, and I know that's the same for all those other mamas that came. And shout out to everyone. You know, I I love you, and I know you love me, and thank you for supporting me in my podcast and. 
and for being a part of it. It really, it means a lot. And I hope you're all excited to, to listen to today's episode. Thanks for listening to the T21 Mom podcast. And as always, I would love to hear from you. Tell me your stories, what's important to you, what's going on in your life. You can reach me at t21mom.com or info at t21mom.com. You can also find me on Facebook and I'm on Instagram and Twitter at trisomy21mama. Keep on loving on your rocking kiddos and we will see you next time. See you, Mary. Thanks, Ron.